Zephaniah 3 verse 17 says, The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you by his love. Join me now as we enter into a holy hush and allow the love of God to quiet us as we look at Advent once again. The angel Gabriel explained to Mary some of the things that would happen to her. And in verse 33 of Luke chapter 1, he says, The Lord will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob, and his kingdom will never end. The Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. It's an interesting exchange. He didn't say it, but he did say it. The angel expressed to her that she was going to give birth to the king of the nation of Israel. And he explained to her that this king would be holy. He would be holy because the most high God had overshadowed her. The word holy often is referred to as being set apart. It means pure from every fault. It's actually a word that's rarely used in ancient secular writings. Authors don't use it or didn't use it because humans tend to write about what they know. And this kind of blamelessness, this kind of purity from every fault was unknown to them. To be unblameable, without fault, blameless, Mary had indeed known kings in her life. Herod would soon command the death of all baby boys under the age of two, what's now known as the Massacre of the Innocents. Mary had certainly known the likes of kings with blood on their hands, but she would give birth to a king who would bleed from his hands for all humanity. Blameless, holy, This is otherworldly holiness. God demonstrates his love for us and that while we were yet sinners, he died for us. It's otherworldly. We can't fathom it. The holiness Mary would birth was utterly different, utterly unfathomable. He would love without limit. He would serve without selfishness. He would accept without exception. You and I can't know this kind of holiness apart from Advent. You and I, we've known conditions and exceptions. We've known fractured and broken. We've seen marriages and we've seen friendships part ways. We've known unforgiveness and we've known demands and requirements and performance reviews. To be utterly and fully loved without limits because the lover is holy and without blame, this is indeed divine and it is here in a holy love that the believer lives and has their being that this king would be holy it changed everything the holiness of king jesus is the cup from which hope is poured remember the angel said to mary listen you and i need to listen child of god The birth of Christ means blameless love came and it will sustain. 
when the world rages and riots, when we look at social media and it feels like we're having nails jammed into our eyes, we should close our eyes and let our soul's gaze return to the one who replaces rage with peace, who replaces judgment with pardon, who replaces rejection with reception into an eternal family, and who will eventually replace a fallen world with a world eternally without blemish or brokenness, a holy world. The holiness of Christ is our game changer. The scripture says, do not look to the left or to the right, but make only level paths for your feet. And it is the holiness of Christ that is the level path, and it's lighted by his word. And it is his word who assures us over and over of the reality of the holiness of our King. When you and I feel the sting of a broken world, and our hearts shrink back in response to the harsh reality of sin, it's then that we reopen Advent, reopen the gift of a King who is holy. The peace he gives is not like the world gives because he is not like the world. And perhaps the great truth of Christmas is this, Christ isn't like you and he isn't like me and he's not like anyone who's ever caused you or I pain. He is unlike all we know and as such, in him we find everything for which we could ever hope or long look for Jesus this Advent. First Samuel 2 verse 2 says, There is none holy like the Lord. There is none beside you. There is no rock like our God. There is none holy like the Lord. And isn't this the song that silences all other songs at Christmas? Isn't this the very thing which our souls hunger and long for. We've known pain. We've known brokenness. We see dysfunction. We exist within that realm. But our reality is that we live in a kingdom unseen where the Most High King is without blame and pure from fault. Holy is his name. Perhaps the writer of one of our special and treasured Christmas carols thought of this when he wrote, O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It's the night of the dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt his worth. A thrill of hope, the weary soul rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn fall on your knees oh hear the angel voices oh night divine oh night when Christ was born led by the light of faith serenely beaming with glowing hearts by his cradle we stand so led by light of a star sweetly gleaming here come the wise men from orient land the king of kings lay thus in lowly manger in all our trials, born to be our friend. Truly, he taught us to love one another. His law is love, and his gospel is peace. Chains shall he break, for the slave is his brother. And in his name, all oppressions shall cease. 
sweet hymns of joy, in grateful chorus raise we. Let all within us praise his holy name. Holy is your king. Listen. Listen.